listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 3, The Rhythm of Leadership. Building on the fundamentals from Seasons 1 and 2, we now study the concept of rhythm and how team and organizational leaders use their energy and rhythm to achieve higher performance and productivity. This series is brought to you by the international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor, your source and reference for achieving breakthrough performance and productivity, and for leading yourself, leading teams, and leading organizations. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Erica Peetler. Good morning and welcome back to Leadership on the Ground Season 3. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Erica Peetler. Good morning, my friend. Another great morning at the Desk Hub Atlanta. Good morning, Todd. And I cannot believe that we are already at episode number six. How did we get here so fast? I, I mean, have no idea. It's just been, a, a, what a great kickoff to 2016. Though. I got to tell you, it has been a great series. And we have a what I think is probably the most important episode of this whole season. All right. Now that we've understand what rhythm is, now that we understand how to maintain it, the key is to how to keep it going, right? That's what this is really all about. So before we get there, though, a quick overview of season three. Uh, why is this season so important? How is it different from seasons one and two? In season one, we were talking about the fundamentals of leadership on the ground, the basic skill sets. In season two, we raised the bar and we said, listen, it's really important that we work at the speed of business in real time. And we gave everybody pointers on how to do that. In season three, we take it up yet another level and we look at a more macro perspective of leadership and we're looking through the lens of rhythm. It's really important that leaders have a rhythm in all that they do. Business runs with certain rhythms. So we're going to look at some structural ways that we can help leaders to set the stage for how they conduct business and how they lead their teams. You're going to hear us use words like facilitating, creating, owning, establishing, embracing, navigating, accelerating. It's still all about conscious competency, and it's still all about putting your leadership on the ground, and it's still all about performance and productivity, but now it's through that macro-structural lens. All right. So today's action word, Erica, accelerating. Accelerating talent development of your bench. So I said just a second ago, this is probably the most important episode. Why? Yeah, accelerating talent development. It's no longer acceptable or enough to just develop our talent. We have talent gaps and leadership gaps. So today's leaders, people who are looking to facilitate that progress and kind of get that aligned action, you better have on your list accelerating your talent development because there are just too many opportunities that we need to fill, growth opportunities we need to go after. And we just don't have enough talent right now to fill that bench. Well, I want to get into in a second. I mean, I understand why you would want to develop talent, but I I'm not clear on what you mean by accelerate. So we'll go there in a second. But I think you've, uh, in talking about talent, you have often said there is a time value to talent. What do you mean by that? Yeah, that's it's a great phrase. Time value to talent. You know, talent comes into your organization and you can choose to jump on the developmental spectrum and try to accelerate that as quickly as possible. Or you can pause and wait and kind of see how things unfold. But there is a time value to it because people are coming in, they're enthusiastic, they want to learn. The pace and the rhythm that you initially give people with respect to their career development is going to dictate, I think, a little bit or set the pace for what their expectations are going to be. And I'm a little bit of a scientist, so I spent most of my uh, early days in that learning uh, pharmacy and went to pharmacy school. And there was this concept called area under the curve which is what does the pharmacokinetics of a drug look like, the time value to a drug? And there's a time value to talent in that. If I take that talent, I stretch them early, I rotate their assignments early, I develop and invest in them early, I am going to get a much higher 
trajectory and lift and ultimate value contribution to the organization than if I take a much slower route and I have them come up that trajectory curve much more slowly. So when you look at where we grew up and, and maybe some of the, uh, you know, the early baby boomers, experience was a big deal in terms of talent development. You got to go through this job, this job, this job. And when you have 15 years under your belt, let's talk about you getting a next level uh, promotion. Today, it's not about that anymore. It's about do people have the maturity, the temperament, and the capability to embrace the challenges? They could be three years in the workforce and be ready to take on a job that historically we might have waited 15 years for people to take on. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, uh, my, my head's at the end of season three here, but in, in reflecting on the entire series, Leadership on the Ground, seasons one, two, and three, and talking about the individual fundamentals that we talked about largely in season one, and then taking it and applying that in real time in season two, and then taking it to the macro level in season three in terms of organizational wine, I have a feeling what's a very common problem, Erica, is that a lot of organizations may, may embrace all the lessons learned in seasons one, two, and three, but then it all falls short right here at Talent Development, right? Everything they've done, everything they've built, mindsets that have been shifted come crashing down because they're not really focused on keeping that rhythm going long-term. Exactly. And we tend to be short-term focused, right? We want to be focused on this quarter or this year. Mm -hmm. And talent is really a long-term play, right? Talent is really a long-term play. And talk about forums that are really critical. We talked earlier in the uh, in the season around the right forums, which include succession planning. I'll tell you, you know, in terms of a rhythm, in terms of a life cycle, there's a life cycle that I look at with talent development and it goes like this. And of course, it's in one of these progressive mindset S curves. And it starts at the bottom and it says, when people come into the organization, we got to really invest in capability building. We got to give them some skills, technical as well as leadership skills, but we want them to be armed with a good balance of both. The next place, the inflection to really see whether someone can take on that team leadership. We talked in the uh, previous episode around the biggest challenge that people have is making the leap from leading themselves to leading teams. And it's really because they have to be able to expand their bandwidth and their capacity. If they're not able to expand their bandwidth and their capacity, they're not likely to be able to be a talent developer of others, which is really what we're looking for in team leaders. But then we get to the crest. We get to the top of that life cycle of talent. And here we're looking for composure. We're looking for people with the emotional intelligence. We're looking for people with that mindset that we start at the top of season three with, which is, are you a facilitator of progress and aligned action? And are you really able to integrate that hard wiring and get in the mix and really help people to be their best? So there's this life cycle of talent development that's really important, capability, capacity, and composure. And if we're not thinking about that very early on in a talent's life cycle or their talents, uh, you know, joining our organization, we're really going to miss that time value of talent development that you just talked about a minute ago. Got it. Okay. Erica and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Pietler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure, and facilitate solutions. Leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced. Take the rigor challenge and ask yourself, do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully? Or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches? The choice is yours. 
Will you rigor it? You can purchase Leadership Rigor on Amazon or by visiting ericpetler.com. All right, Todd Schnick back with Erica Petler. This is episode six, Accelerating Talent Development of Your Bench. So we talked about, as I said at the top half of the show, I get developing, I need to better understand and accelerate. Give me some macro ways that we actually accelerate talent. Yeah, that's a great question. So I got, I got three. Three that one I've lived through personally as a talent in an organization, and then three that I've actually used on the ground in real time. First is stretch assignments. We need to make sure that we are giving the talent in our organization bigger jobs than they seem to be capable of having on paper if they have the composure and the emotional intelligence to maybe grab it, right? We're looking for people who can surprise us. And if someone is a high potential or someone you believe has some of those basic capabilities and we want to get them to stretch and get that capacity up to a higher level and we believe they have the early signs of composure, give them a stretch assignment. Put them into something much bigger that seems way ahead of where they might be on paper. Second opportunity, rotate their assignments. Give them multiple looks at similar things. I mean, I used to be in the consumer packaged goods industry. So, you know, I was a marketer, but I was on Bayer Aspirin. And then I was on a different franchise. I was on Aleve or I was on, you know, Tums Tablet. So different looks and different lenses through the same thing so that you can really get some of that capacity and that skill. But still being mindful of their hardwiring. Still mindful of their hardwiring, still mindful of who they are as an individual. Third thing, diversify. Mm. You know, one of the things that we need to do with leaders today is we need to give them oscillating experiences between breadth and depth. So we want to maybe give them a line job, a staff job, a domestic role, a global role, right? Keep stretching them like an accordion, give them different looks. That's how we can really accelerate talent. One of the things that I feel leaders make a big mistake on is they allow people to really get too grounded in expertise and it, it, it prevents them from really achieving maybe some broader general leadership roles that they can have in an organization. Okay, I get it now. I understand the importance of that, uh, but uh, let's go granular here. How do you, how in the heck do you actually do this? What are some tools and techniques to accomplish just this? Yeah, so tools and techniques, and, and I find this, of course, you know, in large organizations, it's pretty well established, but back to that small to mid-sized space or that aspiring leader who's looking to achieve rhythm in maybe a, an organization that's a little bit more modest in size, make sure you have goals and objectives set. You know, today to accelerate talent, you want to give them tangible goals and objectives and then give them feedback really on a regular basis to achieve that. Make sure your talent has an individual development plan. Don't just, you know, leave it to chance what you want them to develop. Let's really talk about what does the sequencing of the skill building and the capability building look like for you. Performance reviews, you know, biggest low-hanging fruit on the floor. How many times do you have an organization, Todd, that you've either talked you know, to or worked with where they don't do the performance reviews? They just kind of skip that and people don't get the feedback that they need to really think about, am I accelerating according to the career objectives that I have or am I really just waylaid over here and I haven't gotten feedback in, in a well, long time? It's one thing to, do a, to not do a performance review, but I, I'm of the opinion now, as I'm better understanding this, that, that you need to do that more than once a year. You know, it's so great. You really do. And and what, here's what I like to do. I like quarterly coaching mm. sessions where I'm just sitting down and I'm saying, hey, let's just talk about what does the development this year look like? And then more importantly, I separate that from one-to-ones. You know, one-to-ones are, what are you working on? What do we need to talk about? How do I help you? Quarterly coaching sessions, more like that forum, right? That purpose-driven forum versus that meeting. The other thing is, Am I uh, taking my uh, my talent through mentoring programs? Am I giving them some outside coaching experiences? Am I investing my time and effort in really putting together a plan for them 
so that they can get where they want to get to developmentally. And more importantly, I have the next ready now leaders in the queue ready to take on the uh, the position so that I don't lose the rhythm. I don't break the momentum that we've established. Well, as I said at the very top of this episode, you've taught us how to build a rhythm in our organization. But uh, the whole point of this episode is to keep that rhythm going. That said, I suspect there's still plenty of rhythm killers here. <laughs> there's plenty of rhythm killers. And, you know, a lot of them are just not having some of those fundamental granular pieces that you asked me about, right. number one. Number two, the rhythm killer is people don't have a philosophy around talent, right? You know, I mean, talent is just expected to be loyal and be in the organization forever. If you don't stretch, rotate, and diversify talent, you will not maintain talent. So do you have a philosophy around talent? Do you have the granular support systems? But I'll tell you the biggest rhythm killer. The biggest rhythm killer is, We don't actually think about what do we have to do to have that next ready now candidate in that next seat. And even those organizations that start to do succession planning, they think that it's okay to just identify someone and say, three to five years from now, I think Todd Schnick's going to be good in this role. And they leave all those other years blank and they Mm. say, that's enough. What happens if that doesn't work out? Now I have nobody in the queue. I got to go outside. I got to take a higher risk. I might have a rhythm buster if I bring in the wrong personality to my organization. So it's a huge rhythm buster if you don't have that talent development and you don't have that philosophy and those granular pieces in place. Erica, is this just dependent on the management or is there some sort of a co-creation here? Is there some sort of collaboration between the talent and leadership here? Yeah, that's a great question. And what a great way to kind of bring this to close on the talent part. It is not about just the organization or just the individual talent. This is a rhythmic co-creation process. I'm in charge of my career and you are hopefully helping to co-create my career if you're my boss. And we want people to understand that that's going to happen magically when we both bring our best to the table and we take risks and chances together because that's how the organization is going to grow and how that individual is going to grow. Mm, Okay. On that note, I cannot believe we have come to the end of season three. It's all the time we have for today. Erica, before I let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions, learn more about all your important work, and most importantly, get their hands on a copy of Leadership Rigor? Yeah, thanks for asking. So everybody could uh, reach me at ericapietler.com. So ericapietler.com. I'm on Twitter, at ericapietler. Would love to hear from you. Would love to be able to tweet back and forth about questions that you may have. Hashtag ROL, Rhythms of Leadership, is going to be uh, one of the hashtags that we use coming out of season three. And also Leadership Rigor. It's a uh, foundational book, a textbook, so to speak, on leadership, leading yourself, leading teams, leading organizations. It's on Amazon.com and on BarnesandNoble.com and uh, feel free to pick up a copy. Erica, it has been an absolute pleasure to do this with you. I appreciate your partnership and uh, I look forward to where things go from here. Absolutely, me too. All right. So on behalf of my co-host, Erica Pietler, I am Todd Schnick. That wraps season three of Leadership on the Ground, The Rhythm of Leadership. But stay tuned because I think you'll see more from Leadership on the Ground and Erica and I down the road. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. You have been listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 3. Today's episode is made possible by Desk Hub Atlanta, part of the premier network of shared entrepreneurial workspaces across the U.S. As Zoe Fox of Desk Hub Atlanta says... I'd say the best part of working at Desk Hub Atlanta is watching our community grow every day. Whether it's people chatting over a cup of coffee in the morning or collaborating on a project together, it makes it a fun environment for everyone. Reap the rewards of collaboration, networking, and synergy. Join the Desk Hub community today. Learn more at deskhub.com. That's deskhub.com. 
And thank you for listening to Leadership on the Ground, a leadership development series from IntrepidNow.com.